0: Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. So we're here right now with Twyla Cooks. She's the Executive Director of LifeBridge Child Advocacy. And and we had a little uh, interesting little moment there because I was talking about CASA, which is a court-appointed special advocates. But when we think of kids being homeless, a lot of people think like you see them on the side of a street panhandling. Homelessness is they just don't have a bed to their own bed to sleep in. They could be sleeping at their friend's house and they bounce from bed to bed, and that's 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 a form of homelessness. And we have a systemic problem nationwide, but even here locally with our school district at Muskogee County, there's a lot of kids that are homeless here.
1: That's right. And a lot of the kids that are going through what we call ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, they don't make it into foster care they never make it into care they're still at risk of repeating some of the same mm-hmm. cycles if they don't get some of the help that you get through something like Casa.
0: Yeah. And how do you work do you guys work with Casa?
1: Well, we do. We're okay. partnered with partnered them. They're with one of them. our partners okay. because that's one of the the biggest things about our organization. There are so many great other organizations in our community, but when we work together and sh- and put our synergies mm-hmm. in we, we get so much more accomplished, and CASA is one of those that we work with. As a matter of fact, I'm a former CASA, and so you is my were, husband. Oh, so, good for both of you yes. guys.
0: Special people. You guys are great.
1: So that was kind of the conduit that led us to down this path that we're on now.
0: Okay, and you accomplished our, the, the mission in two ways. Your responsive efforts assist with stabilizing the youth, families, and then those who are impacted by adverse childhood experiences, which you just mentioned, or ACE, that's the acronym and uh, your preventative efforts, too, uh, to disrupt unhealthy patterns and and motivate these youths to choose a real productive lifestyle. It's hard with what we're going through today. How many children are we roughly dealing with that that need this special attention, to intervention?
1: So nationwide, we're talking somewhere between 450 and 500,000 that are in foster care that have made it to that place in the state of Georgia that's somewhere between 14 and 15,000 at any given moment and typically in Muscogee County alone it's 4 to 500. Wow. Those are just the ones that have made it to foster care. That's not including the the thousands that never make it there but they're still struggling through an adverse childhood experience which could be divorce some kind of trauma, child abuse, neglect. There are so many things that fall under those categories, and many young people trafficking is another one. And many of our young people, they don't get the help that they need, or they have multiple aces. You know, if you're going through divorce and child abuse, or divorce, childhood, child abuse and neglect. So all of that impacts the child when it comes to them being feeling safe and them progressing and breaking those cycles so that they can have a healthy life.
0: That's, I mean, and it seems so easy on the outside. And if people can just see and understand, you know, we did a um, superhero run one year. We did it for years, for several years. It was the CASA superhero run. Yes. So, and you probably were there. You yes. participated. I was the guy who mc I don't I, know if you knew that.
1: I do remember. Do you
0: remember now? Okay, good. <laughs> As we sit here live, now we know. And I enjoyed it. I really did. But when I would see the local judges, I see Robert and I see other local folks, and mm-hmm. and seeing how much they're passionate about what what goes into this, and then do some of the fundraisers behind the scenes, um, to get this, what is it monetarily that we need? And I and I'm to talk about this race that's coming up too, because anyone listening right now, oh, this is in everybody's community. Number one. Yeah. Uh, the kids that they're going through then you're running with I don't even want to get down that road but just the complications of de- you know gender identity and this and that. And parents may have to think they're D- my kids want to do this it, it's so, are they running away for that you know we just heard a situation from that sex traffic sex trafficking you you mentioned that it's real yes it's so real and if our kids we can't get a handle on them and sometimes it's the parents do everything in their power they think they're doing right and they just can't get these kids so they bounce from one foster home to an next or here and there it's very it is a disruptive lifestyle trying to get them in one solid place but um we see kids that sometimes return but going back to fundraising and trying to get the money we're if anyone wants to put money towards something how does it best serve you guys because i'm always trying to figure out you know we got races and other things but where's the money go and why aren't we getting this on a federal level or state level
1: Well, one of the reasons that we're not getting it at a federal or a state is because it has to directly apply to a program that's going through another state agency typically, like DFACs. So, because we're a nonprofit organization, it falls outside of those categories. Then we rely on things like the funding from organizations or in our community, like the our our big organizations, the AFLAC, the uh, WC Bradley, other uh, non other individuals in the community sharing. But that money is so meaningful when we talk about making sure a child is stable that's in those situations or a family, a foster family, feeling supported. Many of our foster families they'll try. It once, but it's like you said, it's not easy. It's not easy being a foster parent. So, one of the things we do as part of our responsive effort is take some of that money and surround those families with it. We help with some of their tangible needs, like stocking a freezer full of meat, um, helping to provide mentoring and tutoring, giving them cooking and preparing a meal and delivering it to them a couple of times a month. So, if they've had a busy day in court or they've had they've struggled, you know, in Mm -hmm. some capacity with just counseling or whatever they've had to do that day how nice is it to come home and you have a cooked meal for you oh you're not kidding so things like that and because of that we've seen our parents we have two foster families that have been repeat foster families because of it and we and we have great success because we're surrounding them we're becoming the village that they need to be successful and make sure that child is successful
0: it is it is a village you know where we say to raise our children in the neighborhoods yes. to see whatever we can do how do we identify um or if we have somebody like that say you know even a kid who's going his parents are going through a divorce or she or he and then they find themselves like you know i'm through i'm done and i and um and i I think of like that um i was trying to think i was i was watching something one day it was uh um which one was it it was uh, it was a show i was watching some show And a young girl one of my kids were watching and it seems so common but she was from her parents are from india i can't remember the name of the show it's kind of it's kind of cute it's it's uh I yeah, I might have been on Disney Channel. I have no idea. But anyway, the point was, is that this child's mom wanted to move back. She was very strict in her culture and her traditions, in the Indian culture. Mm-hmm. And she, her father died. They moved to America. He had a good business. But when he died, the mom was trying to do it. And she was just so like helicopter mom to the max. Mm-hmm. And, and she couldn't stand anymore. So she just left and, and started bouncing around, staying with friends at the school. And that's part of the story. I um, told her mom, I don't want to come home and a snap. Is that the same thing, or is that something different?
1: It can very well lead to that. Okay. Parents sometimes get in a position when their child is struggling, especially during the teen years. They just don't know what to do. They don't know what to do about those behaviors. Uh, and sometimes without realizing, especially if the mom and dad have had traumas themselves, and they're doing things, you know, you, we used, we grew up with the term, you do it because I said so. Yeah, of <laughs> and, course. Or you, this, you this, or you get this, and it's a consequence. No consequences anymore. But some of those patterns repeat and right. it pours into your children, and they don't know what to do. So one of the things that we're doing through this is starting a branch of parent mentoring as well. As a matter of fact, some of the proceeds from this benefit that's coming up through a heat wave right. we have uh, through Big Dog, we'll be using that to fund what we call a summit, Build Summit. And it means building up individual leaders daily. And we have breakout sessions for our parents and for the children because just like you said, the parents sometimes need some of that as well. They don't know what to do or where to turn when they're having challenges and helping their children break through and work through some of that trauma.
0: Great. So you hit hit on something, in even a local sense. If anybody out there working in a nonprofit or wants to be part of something like a Life Bridge, is Life Bridge a is it a national or is this just a local nonprofit? This is a local. Okay, but Life Bridge. I like the name of it. Life. It's a, you're bridging that gap. You're building um, these these little seminars. You're saying you're talking about the Saturdays race. It's to benefit families and kids. Does that support like food and nourishment, or just for and people our to programs. and your programs and, itself. Right. Good. Just to get everybody there, hunker in. What's the name of it again? Get Plug It Again.
1: The the event, the, this, the weekend? event this weekend. It's the Heat Wave. Or, 5 miler.
0: And yes. for the money from that, is going to support?
1: The Build Summit. Build
0: Summit. Okay. And Build Summit will we'll bridge. I like to use, I just like it. I'm going to use your, your name of your nonprofit. These um, parents and kids together and to bring some folks together. You bring professionals in from the community and you'll have others there with them. So many people out there, what a great way to get back. I mean, you have the CASA programs, the court appointed special advocate groups. You have the LifeBridge uh, advocacy for children. And, um, you know, you you guys are trying to get these kids to feel like they have some foundation. If they're not suitable to go back home, are we trying to focus on trying them, instead of going in and out of the court system from one foster family to next or this and that, because even that can be kind of disruptive are we trying to get them adopted or yes. what, what tell us about that i mean and how's r- the success rate with that
1: so one of the things that we do in partnership with an organization called climate care it's a it's a network of churches that are doing something similar and we work with defects and twin c- cedars as well to uh, to, uh, to help with permanency so helping to find adoptive families my husband and i are adoptive families we've adopted two of our seven are adopted that's fantastic. And how many share- do you have seven you just seven. buried the lead there <laughs> Axel. <laughs> right?
0: How did you go from that to seven? Oh my gosh! I, in Twilight, you you speak so soft,
1: you're so mellow, Not relaxed. Not always. Ask my kids. I was gonna say seven <laughs> kids. She said, just slip that right in there. You
0: know, we adopted a few, and we were seven. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, back up here. Seven. God yes. bless you.
1: So, so we share the story of yeah. our adoption journey. We, we've adopted one as a baby. We adopted one as a teenager and people get afraid of teenagers. Right. Sure. We, I mean, a belonging, helping them to feel a sense of belonging, sharing the love of God just in that and helping them to fill a village makes all the difference in the world. So those are some of the things that we teach. And even through our summit, we have, like you said, organizations like Goodwill coming to teach sure. financial empowerment with conflict resolution. As you know, mm-hmm. in our community, a A lot of our young people don't know how to successfully and peacefully resolve conflict. So we're teaching those skills, vision setting, managing risk. Micah's Promise is coming to teach them how Mm -hmm. to manage their risk. That's fabulous. So many of our partner organizations coming to pour into our parents, our young people. We have breakout sessions teaching our parents some of those skills to help them be successful at home and to help them give like a list of life skills that your kids need before they leave home.
0: Every community needs one like oh, like this I, i'm telling you and and to see this kind of cooperation between the other yes. agencies that come in and do this is just um, remarkable remarkable i love it so this th- this summit and and this race races are always tough let me tell you cuz i i host these races and i did many and we were talking about too i did it from casas we're we're chuckling here cuz we did it for the race over years sometimes you just feel like you know people kind of if they drift off but but it's a tough thing but but with the heat wave those are established runs, and that's the key. For anyone, and I can share this little insider here, um, you know, and and as somebody who helps out, I work for WRBL, but I do help. Um, and I'll tell you, anybody out there listening to this too, if you're in TV and you want to give back, and that's my way of doing it, use the pulpit of television to push these things that they have like Twilight Cooks in here or anybody that could. could you know, benefit from something because a microphone can go a long way to help. So I use a microphone on street corners. I happen to be a nice. runner, although I, I just call, I just called you again. I FaceTimed you Sorry <laughs> about that. I keep doing it because I have notes written in here just to let everybody know, just disclose. And I, I am I'm inside your uh, my contact, so I keep hitting you. So, but the whole thing is, is that when we get these events going on, and I'm out there, there's something very touching because you're learning, you're mm-hmm. seeing the community. They really make a makes a big difference and you can be part of that and I can use the TV medium to promote it which we're going to kind of do with this as well so I'm encouraging anyone listening right now to do this I mean if you're looking like gosh what can I do besides just checking the box coming in do the weather or whatever your position is in television or radio find a way to get back in community I happen to like to run I happen to like physical fitness. And uh, so I connect myself with the running community I have for many, 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 many years. And um, so I love it. Although I get some neck issues and stuff. I'm not running as much, believe it or not, but but I'm still part of this whole thing. So going back to my uh, focus on community events uh, and races. So we've had Teen Challenge. I use them. They, yeah. they did a Teen Challenge run. We had um, uh, Van Alst run. We get these people to come in. And they want to do it. It's a great thing because, you know, Teen challenges across the across the nation. Incredible what they do for our teens, too, and our youth. But they try to just do a run per, by themselves and do it. you attach what we're doing here, folks, if you understand what Twilight Cooks is doing with Lightbridge uh, Child Advocacy, is attaching with the 5-Miller, which is an established proprietary run with one of these running companies or, or running folks in your community, if you can get, like, dovetail with one of them, that always brings in a lot of runners. People buy the T-shirts. Those are those are big sanctioned runs. It's part of what they call their summer series, the heat wave. It's a five-miler point-to-point run. And when they start at Lake Oliver and run all the way down the Riverwalk and through downtown a little bit, uptown Columbus, Georgia, and we finish, it's great. And and people sometimes, they have, they have like, you, they ask for people to be dropped off at the top, and then they sometimes they'll bust it back and forth. The success is they can then give... A good chunk of the proceeds to you guys, and it's a nice little check they can write. It's a nice give back that Big Dog Running Company does, and 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 that's nice that they do that. They do. They could take oh, all absolutely. the money and say, "heck." But for years, I know I've I been with generous. them. They've been given to Mercy Men. They've, mm-hmm. they've given to other agencies and and Teen Challenge, and now you guys. So this is this is um th- this is a smart thing that you attach as executive director. Yeah, that's why you're the executive director and um, and working with them. So we I think this will be a success. So anyone out there, try to find people who are generous like Twilight just said and attached to a proprietary run because if you try to do it yourself it is very difficult it to to make money because you got to pay for the bibs you got to pay for the chips you got to pay for the running you got to pay for the timing you got to pay for the this and that and the other and then you, you got to get volunteers and try to get and if they're not the people doing that it's that you would have no money left over after you pay all that and that's why it was tough for us to do that at CASA right. for, for some years and, they, and and it went well and thank you for the folks who Participate and did it but they got to the point where it made more sense for us to do for them to do like a benefit fundraiser with uh, locals in a community and, and they have silent auctions and stuff like that which right you, yeah, which makes you're, sense. you're spot on with yeah. all of that yeah, yeah. and
1: uh reggie luther uh, Kimitra yeah. glenn who's our director they work together to to this and we're so grateful to be the, the beneficiary of of this opportunity so you're spot on with all of it, and it's generous of them to do something like this because, like you said, there's a lot of labor, a lot of work that people don't consider when they, when they get yeah. into this type of fundraiser. And there are other opportunities. Like you said, everyone doesn't always run, mm-hmm. you know, they whether it's their health, issues or whatever the case may be fitness but there are other opportunities to come out on saturday and just cheer on those that are yes help them to stay hydrated give them some water you know things yeah. like that so, so just to come and be a part of that community
0: energy yes it's the energy building yes. you got a toilet because it does it it builds in energy and everyone feels like they're all, it's like this synergy thing going on everyone's you know just connecting and you you, you i love that you said it you know hand out water Get beta club hours. You could do so many different things like that, and any community. Listen, you could do this. You can do this type of thing anywhere, any time of year. Uh, we we choose the hottest time of year purposely because that's what's called the heat wave. And um, and walk. You know, you can walk. Oh yes. Just because it's a five, five miles doesn't mean you have to run the whole thing. We have people walk it. That's literally, right. yeah. So I mean, you can walk it. It'll be shaded for about. Um,
1: 5.2 minutes. But yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah,
0: you're, you're about right. Yeah, that's it. And after that, you're going to have a lot of hot sun coming right. on you in this forecast. I can tell you, this is this is going to be one of the hottest days. This will go down as probably one of our hottest heat uh, five-milers in many years. So I'm already hydrating because I'm, I'm still teetering because I was getting over that crud that was going around. And that's what we're talking about. We're both doing throat lozenges here to lubricate our, our vocal cords. But it's, you know, I've been doing like kind of like salt and, and doing propel. And that. I'm trying to build it because it's. To do it right, you got to do it days in advance. You can't do it the day of. You can't hydrate the day of. People, just so you know, if you're a runner and you're like, I'm going to do it, get up Saturday morning, just go ahead and drink. It isn't enough time. Mm-hmm. You got to do this days. You got to do it at least a day, days in advance and start eating healthy and whatnot. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try. My neck hurts, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do it. I have like stenosis really bad in my neck. So mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to try to do it. But I love, I love the feeling of being with these people for a good cause. And that's the mark that I would impart anybody that's in the media. If you want to give back, take it off yourself, do something other than that, and you have to, to be a success in that, get out in community and do it. I love to have these conversations. And then while you're running, I tell people right before we run, get in the space of why we're doing this today. There's some people who show up because they're just diehard runners. They're just, you just got to get in there and get the grit and do the whole thing. But if you're in there with the space and know that we're here to help support you guys, with LifeBridge, then you're like, oh my gosh, this is going towards something good, and in, in it you you feel like you're a part of something, and maybe get some volunteers. So how? And I know this is interesting too, because the Casa, they're they're great nonprofits, but you just can't take any volunteer off the street the same day. So explain that. I mean, there there is a process when you're working with kids. To vet or whatever you're doing, so right. you know those are some of the things you guys got to do as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and and like Casa, we have our own process. Yeah. It starts with whoever is interested, and and by the way, we take we are interested in having people who have. Oh, experience. I did it again. I'm so sorry. No <laughs> I keep worries. doing this. I keep calling you, hey, Axel. <laughs>
0: wait, tie my hands behind my back. Sorry, Twyla. I'm just three off track. Go ahead.
1: No worries. So anyone, everyone has some kind of life skill that they they have mm-hmm. acquired before I worked for a fortune a local fortune 500 company for 22 years oh. before entering into this full time and through that, I acquired, you know, leadership, teaching leaders, mm-hmm. and, and training, and instructional mm-hmm. design, which I use now, but it's also my everyday skills, right. problem solving, and decision making. Sure. We have individuals, we have one who comes and volunteers with us, and she loves crafts, so she's teaching our young girls how to sew. I see how you light up, smile, smile, I That's love I like it. It. I smile, it. I does yeah, It does something, it does, does something for the person who's volunteering, especially if you have someone who's retired, or they want to do something meaningful with their life to influence or improve the life of someone else so they share that whatever those skills are reach out to us we have a our number is 762-821-1381. You can text the word CONNECT to that number. It starts the process where we go through and we see what's what works best for you. We do do a background check. We have an interview and we go through that process to make sure that it's really for you and we can find the best fit as well. We need individuals who come and facilitate classes, who help us with application because we want them. We have one person who just loves to paint and, and she has turned that into. To what we call art therapy, so she comes and paints with our girls. So many different aspects to this. Yeah, it's not just by you
0: showing up after school and you know talking to kids. We're we're making the kids productive. Yes, we're giving them uh, outlets. Hands-on stuff. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Hands-on, this is great.
1: Yeah, and, and we also, we don't want to just give them classes. They get enough of that, you sure. know, from here and there. We, have, we, we help them to build out their vision. Because if you've ever been around a person who has experienced trauma, a lot of times their confidence is one of the first things mm-hmm. to go. So just sharing love with them all organically, authentically, sharing the love of God, but also helping them to envision that the success you see around you is available to you. Yeah. So we have great mentors who teach them how to roadmap and build out a vision for their life. So they're not responding to life circumstances. They're planning, yes, I want to go to school. Yes, I want to put this much money in my account and then get an apartment and then have children. You know, starting mm-hmm. to build what their plan for life is.
0: LifeBridge, nonprofit, doing a great job, uh, executive director, Twila Cooks from Lifebridge, LifeBridge Child Advocacy of the Columbus, Georgia area doing some wonderful things, uh, thinking out of the box, um, bringing together other nonprofits, other agencies to work together to help. uh, One common goal is to get our children on the right path, which is really good. I guess you use some of these might be through ministry. You got some local counselors and folks that are just in their real life experience. If you'd like to, just do anything, just volunteer to be involved or make just make a contribution. So many folks, whatever you can do to do your part, show up at a race. Again, like our particular one here, because we want to ear this, and this will be aired, and, of course, you can hear this even post, but we want you to participate in these runs and do things that can uh, help support. If that's a way you, you can do that, we appreciate your help and your effort uh, for that particular cause. So, uh, again, uh, best way to get in touch with you is uh, LifeBridge. Of how do, how can we find org. Okay.
1: Life child
0: lifebridgechildadvocacy org. We're gonna put that right on here. It's right here at the bottom where we get your podcast and uh right here at YouTube and of course WRBL.com. Cooks, thank you so much. Thank you. You are so kind. I love it. You get the most pleasant laid back and I just can't I wanna hear you get mad. How, <laughs> how, how, how does it sound with seven kids when you when you're when you're not listening it to Interview
1: one of them next time. They'll <laughs> We're gonna get the dirt the next time, folks.
0: So this is Twyla Cooks Part Two. Let's find out. Let's find out the other side of Twyla. when Twyla says, "I've had enough." I know. No, that is that says a lot who you are. That we appreciate. what We do from from an infant all the way up to teenage kids. You and your husband are remarkable. We appreciate okay. you because all the ones I've worked with, all you guys are with Casa, with LifeBridge it's it's just really great to be with people like you because it just shows you there's there's some hope. There really is. We hear the negative, that's a positive. So let's listen. Share this podcast, please. It's great. You can get anywhere you get your podcast right here at Spotify, iHeart, Apple, um, any of these places right here. This is where you can catch it. You can also catch the lovely Twyla with her smile and her <laughs> in a calm zone with her uh, right here through YouTube and at WRBL.com, Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, Twitter will be some nice links here that you could take those and uh, advance them. And we'll have a link there to, to listen to the entire podcast here with Twyla Cooks. Twyla, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. We appreciate you having us today.
0: And to appreciate what you do in the community for our kids. Thank you.